Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Kicks at the Castle. This is a podcast by four sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is Matt. As you can see, John is out again, so I'll be your host this week. I'm joined by my homegirl, Ruby. Hey, everyone. And our special guest this week, everyone give a round of applause for the legendary Jeff, aka Jeff for Magic. Welcome back Hello. to the podcast. Also, fun. for those wondering, Irv will be back soon. Talk to him. Um, he's handling some work stuff and he'll be back soon. Uh, but he wanted to let everyone know he loves and misses all of you guys. And he'll be back to reclaim Disney World and all of its glory. <laughs> um, but anyways, we have a great show planned for you this week. We're going to catch up with some uh, news items. Then we got our fit of the week. And, and this, this week in World versus Land, we get into which park has the best food festivities. Um, the Ruby's going to take over Earth's plant-based options, and we're going to catch up with our recent trips on property and chat with Jeff about his latest Disney adventures. But first, as always, let's start off with some pickups. Quavo, pick up, pick up, don't pick up the phone, don't trap and don't pick up. We've been having dripping, I'm putting this down and I'm lighting, I'm icing, I'm flooding my wrist up. This week's hit or misses, not just shoes, can be Disney or shoe related. Um, I'll go first because I have absolutely nothing. I know, very exciting. Been taking L's, but honestly, <laughs> been focusing on a lot of um, house stuff, um, furniture, all that. So, but hopefully I'll catch some W soon. But uh, Jeff, what you got for us, man? Yeah, uh, I've been slowing down in the way of shoes recently um you know adult life has been taking its toll as well so that's the unfun part of it all but hopefully you know manifesting some some wins in the future for some upcoming releases um you know travis scott's maybe or something sick like that but yep. <laughs> or maybe a nice easy day restock um but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy this week. The only thing I really got that I was excited about was like they were doing like the Mickey main attraction. And I got the the Tiki Room Mickey guy because he's all decked out in his Tiki Room gear. So oh nice. I was pretty psyched about that because I love the Tiki Room and all like summer vibes. So that was my favorite thing. So cute. I know, right? It's got the little bird on it. It's cute stuff. So but yeah. Love it. Any new small shop stuff? I know you got the the new orange day tea. Oh yeah, rocking the new uh orange or yes, Mount Cushmore, Blizzard Beach, Orange State. And then I did actually get and they did a Stranger Things collection um as well. And I got one of the shirts from them that's like the that's the note that Eleven wrote to Mike. So that was pretty oh. sick. I've been like everyone else, I've been hooked on Stranger Things as well. So, you know, gotta support the small shops. But yeah. Always, always. always. Very nice. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it, it for me. Nothing crazy. Cool. Ruby. Yes. You got, right. uh, is it Chris Catalunya week for you? Or? Not yet. <laughs> Next week. But the precursor to that. So um, I got my first pair of Union Cortez. I'm a big Cortez girl. I'm Chicana. So Cortez are huge in just Chicano culture in general. From the West Coast, you don't grow up without wearing some Cortez, seeing your family in Cortez. Uh, this colorway, I just love, I love the materials, the way the sole is just done. I don't know. I, I love it. I was excited the moment I saw it. I kind of like how this part is like a little bit Mexican blanket style, not traditional Mexican blanket colors, but like it has that vibe. Everything about this shoe I personally love. I, I think they're, they weren't as popular as all the other Union drops. And I think that's just on par for the course with Cortez anyways. But I feel lucky to have gotten this pair. And I've said before that I'm not much of a pink girl, but I did like the pink on this with the blues. And I love the back tab, which is just really nice. So super excited that I got these. Excited to get my other pair. Shout out to the homie. I will show those when those come. 
So that's my only sneaker pickup this week. But I did forget to show something last week that I was very excited about that I picked up from friend of the pod, Phil. And it's my Mater popcorn bucket. So I love Mater. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite characters. I was going to say people because I always call things that are not people people. But he's one of my favorite characters. His little wheels do move, which is nice. So you can like roll him across the floor. His uh, necklace band is in here. So it looks like there's probably plenty of space for popcorn. Think like all the stickers and stuff, Phil kind of pointed this out. Like, I guess the Japanese popcorn buckets are like painted on, and this is like stickers. It doesn't really bother me, but there is like parts where it's like a little uneven. So, if you're super into the aesthetics of things and stuff like that bothers you, you might not think it was worth it. But I think he's super cute. I love him. I can't wait to figure out where I'm going to display him. But shout out to Phil. I know he left the park with a ton of buckets for a bunch of the discord friends so for those of you when you get yours congratulations he's super cute and Very that nice. is all my pickups this week are they are they sold out or do they have a lot of them i don't know he said when he was getting them he went over like a couple day period and he didn't have any problem getting them but then he posted that picture in the discord that like at one of the little shops close to there there someone was selling it for like 120 bucks and i'm like well that's just wow that's crazy. <laughs> That's, That's wild. Rude. I don't think I'd ever spend that much on a popcorn bucket. <laughs> like, that's rude. I'm sorry. This is not like a cause statue here. Like, come on. Be <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if they're actually sold out or not. He also got me, which I don't have yet, um, the Mater pin for the Carsland anniversary. And it's like Mater in front of the Carsland sign. And that's like my favorite spot to take pics at. So I love him being in front of that. So I'm excited about that pin. I was worried just that that stuff might sell out. Like the pin might not be there then once I'm out of blackout. <laughs> so I was like, can you please get this for me? Um, so once I have that, I'll show that as well. That's all I got. Very cool. That's awesome. Very what cool. Pickups. Is it the fifth anniversary? 10th. 10th. I think it's 10th. Yeah. Is it? That's crazy. I'm pretty sure it was 10th. Let's hmm. check. Well, time flies. <laughs> I thought it was older than that, to be honest. <laughs> I know. When I, I think when I saw the number, I was shocked. And I was like, I feel, yeah, Carsland celebrates 10th anniversary. Oh, 10th. wow. Oh, that's that, wild. I Crazy. know. That makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for pickups. Let's move on to some news with Newsies. Newsies. First up, we got the... Warren Lotus looks like he's joining the uh, the clog game. To me, it looks like a fear of God clog with a giant skull on the toe box. <laughs> you guys see that? What do you guys think? I don't have to. No. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> no. To be honest, I, I mean... like the New Balance ones more than these <laughs> ones. <laughs> True. It looks like the translucent one it looks like it is a glow in the dark or it might be glow in the dark if it is glow in the dark i think i'm all for it i think that too skull. i do think they look glow in the dark and if they are glow in the dark then that's cool because there's like a purpose of like wearing them out like going to like music festivals or going to like halloween night in the park that could be really fun if yeah I, i'm just like a fan of glow in the dark things in general so i think that changes the aesthetic but like the regular tan ones i'm just like this is weird i don't know <laughs> it's yeah. not my thing <laughs> yeah it's well and it's like interesting because like so many of the clogs like they're either like have holes in them like the foam runners or like crocs to let, let your feet breathe but those look like they don't so it just looks like it's going to be like a nice little hot and stuffy clog for but if it be glow in the dark that'd be sick glow in the like i think if it goes like, in the dark and they're hella comfortable i'm all for it right the 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 tan ones and the black ones uh they're okay but I, I'm just a sucker for glow in the dark. If it glows in the dark, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I love glow in the dark stuff. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next up, we got Kanye West appoints Stephen Smith, head of Donda Industrial Design. Jeff, being a former Adidas employee, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Um, I think it's pretty sick. I was looking like over his resume of like shoes and everything he's created the other day. He's got a pretty, a pretty deep resume. Definitely like some standouts that I think... You know, I think he definitely has like the creative brain power to really 
help like take Donda into like a new creative realm, which I think is also really sick too. Cause like just watching like Donda evolve from like where it started out as into like where it's going, like it's like catching fire so quick and Kanye is really like taking it and running with it, which I think is really dope to see. It does make me interested to see how like if he continues to go in this direction and kind of pulls away from Adidas more to kind of really like hone into his own thing and not really rely on Adidas as much or vice versa. But I think like creatively, I think he's definitely got like the chops to really make a nice impact. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, to be honest, I already thought this was a thing. I mean, (laughs) Steven Smith is behind like almost every Adidas Yeezy um and all his geniusness so yeah i don't know ruby what are your thoughts yeah i mean i'm pretty excited about it i feel like they have a really good collaborative relationship and we all know that kanye does his best when he's like challenged with creative people around him and i feel like this like he challenges kanye in that way and so i feel like as we're thinking about you know the future of like donda industrial does that mean like a Kanye car, things like that. Like having somebody who really inspires him and like uplifts him in the way that I feel like he needs to be really successful makes me excited for I think what will come out of this continued partnership because they've already worked together and created awesome stuff. So now I think it's more like on the industrial side of things where it's like there's just so much. I'm thinking about like furniture and stuff for your home, right? Like if Kanye starts making home furniture, like sign me up, where do I get that? You know, there's just all aesthetic things that I think, but with the two of them behind it, there's like a lot of power in that and like just awesome design. And I think it'll be really exciting to see what comes out of it. Yeah. Agreed. Like a, a easy home store. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Think about it. You're like walking into this like really dope space that's like a easy home store and it's like yeah. all these ways that you can really like bring that vibe to your home we we obviously love putting it on our bodies and wearing it so like you know <clears throat> bringing it to that next level i think is or i could see like um an ikea collab too mm-hmm. absolutely on ikea that'd be yeah. dope that'd yeah be for sure Virtual all right well next up we got a closer look at the sakai nike cortez collab ruby i know you're a cortez girl what are your thoughts yeah I like them. Um, I feel like they're going to get a lot of hate. I think in the Cortez community as a whole, it's been really hard to get your hands on pairs of Cortez over like the last year. They've really kind of started to pull them off of Nike. And I think a lot of people kind of had the anticipation that it was because they were going to do more of these collabs. And then, of course, we saw the Union one. Now we're seeing the Sakai one. And it is the Sakai one is going a little bit more and taking away from that like original like soul but that that's what Sakai does so it makes sense I like that it's like the traditional Forrest Gump colors so I kind of really like that because I have a lot of black and white Cortez but I don't have the original colorway just because like I don't wear white but I feel like for this (laughs) collab like it would be the reason to have this colorway um so i'm pretty excited about it i'm definitely going to try to get these yeah i mean at first glance i didn't really like these but they are growing on me (laughs) for sure it is very futuristic i mean i am i i like og colorways for for any type of like old school shoe like for any cortez air jordan one dunks and anything like classic i like original colorways and then when i saw this i'm just like ah it's kind of too futuristic but I mean, I'm not sold on these yet. It is growing on me though. So we'll see. Ruby, I'll definitely try to help you out or anyone else that needs help. I'll try to get you a pair. Yeah. Like the 50th anniversary. <clears throat> like that, that is like truly a classic shoe, like 50 years of a silhouette. And like, yeah. so it is, it's pretty crazy. When I saw the number 50th anniversary, I was just like, wait, what? Like really the Cortez has been around that long. That's, that's just insane to me. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, what do you, what do you think about these? You're, are you a Cortez guy? I've never, I've never had a pair. It's one that like, it's just one model that I've always like liked and appreciated, but I've just never like personally like owned a pair. So um, I can't attest to too much, but I mean, I think they look pretty sick. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's that futuristic look to where it takes the right person to pull it off well. You know, you can't just like throw it right. around and go. But I think like with the right outfit and the right colors, it could really be like a really, you could do you could do it up really cool. And, you know. I could definitely see like some fits at Tomorrowland or 
Vespa too or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you're a fashion, you're a fashion guru. So I'd love to see you get your, uh, get a pair in your hands and see how you would, uh, dress these up. Cause I feel like you would probably do a really good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, uh, yeah. Every, like as soon as you said Tomorrowland, like an idea, like instantly just get in my head. So now I, I want to do an outfit in Tomorrowland. <laughs> the bubbles are going <laughs> off. Idea yeah. bubbles. <laughs> All right. So next up, I wish Er was here for this one, but we got the Pata or Pata returns with a Air Max one in the orange blaze colorway. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of these either. I know Irv is probably hundred percent on these, but uh, I'll probably help him out with these. But what do you guys think? Not my fave. No, <laughs> no it's, it's like, it's like too much. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't like that orange. It's too like burnt orange with the gray. I don't know. There's like too many oranges going on and just I don't know. Not my favorite. I think I think I'm into them. <laughs> the pink lining is a little bit off for me. I don't love that part. But I do actually like the burntness of the orange. I think if I didn't have the maroon pair and I saw these, I probably wouldn't be into them. But after getting the maroon pair, which I didn't like particularly wasn't like, oh my God, I must have the maroon ones. I got them on early or exclusive access. And I was like, ah, whatever, like screw it. I'll get him. And then when I got them, I really liked them. And the leather was really nice on them. And then I started wearing them a little more and they kind of grew on me. And I was like, oh, this is just like a really nice shoe. Like it just looks good with everything I put it on with. And I felt like that ended up being a purchase that worked out well. And I didn't even expect that I would wear them that much. And so I think knowing that I like the quality of the leather on those, knowing that makes me more interested in this shoe since it's the also the leather it's just that pink lining that doesn't that doesn't put it over the edge for me but i think if it didn't have that i would be like 100 percent sold so i think i'll go for them and i'll see they might be a little too similar to the maroon ones, so like i might not yeah. end up keeping them once i have them but i do like oranges so just different colors variations of orange and also oranges the fruit i like those too <laughs> i like different colors of orange and so i think i'll give them a try yeah i think these are gonna sit kind of like the maroon ones and go under retail. Honestly, I think they should have just stayed at the aquas and the monarchs mm -hmm. and maybe just the black and white pair. I mean, the the all white, the triple white pair is, is pretty dope too, but they should have just kept it at the aquas and the monarchs and then just kept the hype on that. Because I feel yeah, like the hype on I the, the patas are, are just slowly decreasing um, yeah. besides the aquas and the monarchs but yeah i'm probably gonna pass on these <laughs> if you find a cheap black one let me know because i do want the black ones but i just haven't found yeah. i'm not like willing to pay a lot for them but if i find them for a pretty good price i would definitely get them yeah all right well moving on to some disney news i'm pretty sure everyone on the east coast saw this ruby i don't know if you're still sleeping but disneyland instagram gets hacked Disneyland response is hack posts reprehensible and security teams are investigating. Did you guys get to see it? I did. Yeah, crazy, awesome. crazy, crazy. I didn't even realize like what was happening. I just like saw this like guy's face on my feed like this morning when I was going through. I'm like, who is this? Like I wasn't like reading the captions or anything. And then I was like, Disneyland. And then yeah. I saw the captions. And I was like, oh. Yeah, what? like I first saw it, like I was just scrolling through my feed. I was like, wait, what? Disneyland? Right. <laughs> so weird yeah um, very weird but at least i got it taken care of i hope they find out who did it yeah it just seems like so weird also because like just the whole way that it went about i mean it doesn't even seem like the photo of that person even makes sense like yeah. who would like write that and then like about even themselves and then like post their own photo that just seemed really weird so it seems it seems even more malicious like it's like got so many facets of like just targeting all these different like communities of people and stereotypes and it was just like really malicious and nasty and it's just like yeah i just never understand that kind of stuff it's just like why i think it sucks because like you know families and stuff but people have right. about whether you young people should be on instagram anyways but like you know families have that kind of stuff maybe on their kids instagrams thinking you know it's disneyland's ig it's safe and it's just when stuff like that happens it's just a bummer it's like it's like a just a nasty mark on the morning and the earth and like people don't need to be like this like let's just not let's mm -hmm. not do this stuff so i'm glad they got to it quickly though and yeah um yeah it was there like a good 
two hours and then poof gone yeah but yeah i think a few of us work in it in the discord and it's so you know i i've definitely dealt with stuff at work with it's like you know people doing malicious stuff but like disney is such a huge and global company that something like this is just like it's very shocking to see like when something happens in my company it's like okay, we solve it. <laughs> like, doesn't go out to the entire world. Like, we're sorting it out. But so I think that's just was like kind of also mind-blowing a little bit that it happened on that large of a scale. Right. All right, well, moving on to some lighter news. Dr. Dre's attorney says Disney wanted to sign him following success of The Chronic. Ruby <laughs> being a West Coast music fanatic. <laughs> I mean, I'm really bummed this didn't happen. Like, yeah, now yeah. I'm like, well, can we like retroactively like sort <laughs> this out and get this contract going? I mean, you're not going to get it for four million anymore, but um, or whatever the insanely low number is. But I feel like you know, does does Lin Manuel have as much success if Dr. Dre gets this position <laughs> is like the owner of hip hop in the <laughs> Disney landscape? I don't know. <laughs> I love Lin Man, so uh, hopefully he does. But yeah, I think this would have just been really cool. Definitely would have been strange. I think. Yeah. I don't think the hip hop community would have been ready or as accepting of that in this time as they are now. Like, I think if if anyone now, I mean, look at the Minions movie, for example. There's kids like listening to weird, like, you know, music starting you know riots in the movie theaters and stuff so it's like a different time so i think that's interesting but i i just don't think this would have settled in the hip-hop community well and maybe it would have tarnished the legacy of the chronic a little bit at the time but yeah personally for selfish reasons i wish it happened (laughs) jeff you're you're a dr dre fan yes i agree i think like it would have been sick like well and like because it was with michael eisner ceo right like he was the one like it would have been under him like and you know he i love michael eisner but he was always trying to like you know get the young Disney like get young Disney fans like really like incorporate like the youth and like Disney and really like kind of like continue like their grassroots. So I think like if he would have like solidified that and like because he had like Videopolis and all that out in Disneyland, like I don't know, they could have done some really cool stuff. But I agree though, I don't think it would have been nearly as well received as like today. Like, yeah. I don't know, like now people understand Disney's like an entire like media thing. Like yeah, it's the Mickey Mouse, but like it's so much bigger back then i feel like it's strictly just like mickey mouse like i don't know yeah now i I totally agree with you guys i mean now um it definitely would have been more acceptable i mean they played dr dre and snoop dog at dca Um, (laughs) (laughs) like now definitely would have made sense but back then maybe not um i mean according to the article when they're discussing the lyrics they're like (laughs) yep no (laughs) but yeah i totally agree with you ruby definitely would have been cool dr dre disney (laughs) instead we just got that one album that we downloaded off of (laughs) what was it called uh i don't remember i don't even remember either oh man it's too funny can't botch this or something like that (laughs) (laughs) all right so more Disney news. Apparently, there's going to be no more Jedi training. Have you guys ever done that? No, I, was gonna I think this is only in Disney World, though. That yeah, it's, it's, they don't think they have it here. So I was going to ask you if you ever had a chance to do it. I have not. I have watched my little cousins and nephews do it. Yeah. Was it uh, only for kids? Like It for- is only for kids. I think the oldest okay. is like 12, maybe okay. 11 or 12. Jeff, have you done it before? You look like you have done it before. But I haven't. No. I, no? <laughs> like, I knew, like, I would, like, I enjoyed Star Wars growing up. Like, the rest of my family didn't. So, like, every time we go to Disney World, like, the extent of, like, our Star Wars was just, like, we would kind of look at it and go. But, like, growing up, I always wanted to go to like a star wars weekend or go do something but like no one else didn't really cared so i was just kind of like whatever it's fine but i mean we'd watch like because it, it was yeah. enough to the, the stage on the side right yeah to the side of yeah. um star tours yeah like it always looked really like it always yeah. looks but i never got to do it i know i know i never got to do it either i never wanted to, or never wanted to do it. i always wanted to do it but yeah my parents never got there that early and it was just like whatever 
just go and start tours instead. <laughs> right. But I mean, rumors are rumors. I believe it when I see it. I mean, if they do take it out, I wonder what they're going to do at that stage next star tours. To be honest, I think they might, they might redo it and do like another show or like Jedi training in Batu and just made it, make it like a paid experience. I don't know. Okay, we'll just charge for it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And lastly, for newsies more character dining is returning to disney world you guys excited yeah always exciting i love character dining it's just like it's nice to see like so much of like a lot of things that we like you know pre-covid are like coming back and so it's kind of like starting to actually feel like it's getting back in full force and kind of getting back to normal again so crystal palace i love crystal palace it's one of my favorite breakfasts so i'm excited to hopefully go check that out again once that comes back yeah i totally agree like um last week we we're trying to go to ohana's for breakfast um because they i normally have the the character dining there and normally i'm not a character meet and greeter like i don't really care but um like when we booked the reservation we we're thinking that they were gonna have the character dining with like lilo and uh, i think it's like pluto and mickey and minnie i forget but definitely lilo and stitch um yeah and when we double checked to see if they had character dining they're like no, this is just the breakfast. There's no characters. I'm like, dang. And I was like, dang. Like, it, it made me realize, I was like, dang, like, character dining is really what makes Disney or Disney dining, like, what it is, especially with characters. I'm just like, dang. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it come back because I guess I need to see some characters. <laughs> yeah. One thing I've learned. It just, like, makes uh, you happy and smile, yeah. I feel like. And, yeah, like, last time or when I was in, uh, in Disneyland when we had at Goofy's Kitchen, it was like the first day that that they had, I guess you can hug the characters. Um, it was like the first day of that. And then I I was like, dang, I didn't realize like how much I needed that character hug from Goofy. Right. <laughs> like the best. <laughs> I need more character hugs in the line. <clears throat> the lines are always long. And I'm like, yeah. do I really need to stand in line this long for a hug? But I feel like I do. I feel like I need it. <laughs> right. Yes, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it was nice because, um, like, a lot of the character break or, like, the breakfast that were character but didn't have character, they were, like, super discounted. So, like, it was kind of nice for a while to kind of be, like, a cheaper breakfast that's usually, like, $50 for, like, 25 But it's a fair trade-off. If I don't have to wait in line to meet a character, then... Yeah, explaining you're hugging for characters because you're, like, <laughs> paying extra for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They all have the same food, but just characters <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so that wraps up newsies let's jump into fit of the week you know my dad supplies for the family but i supply for the fit pics did you, did you get the picture yet did you get it you know who's really putting the family on that's me every week we pick a post that we're tagged in or where the hashtag kicks of the castle is used and this week it is a homie size 15 big drip griff rocking some yeezy foam runners think the sulfur colorway with nike socks it was okay because yeah, he did it. And a Star Tours tee by Fantasy Feelings hanging out under the big old ATAT in front of Star Tours at Hollywood Studios. Very, very fire fit. Appreciate the tag. Be sure to use the hashtag Kicks of the Castle and tag us for a feature in your recent Disney Fit Picks in parks or not. All right, moving on to Land versus World. Uh, let's get ready to. This is a part of the show where we pick a landmark or aspect from Disney World and Disneyland and decide which park is better. This week, we're talking about food festivities. Ruby, Disneyland or Disney World? Well, so I feel like I can't fully make a good argument against Disney World because I haven't experienced all of your food festivities. I do love the food and wine festival and even more so, I love the Lunar uh, New Year food festival, especially because I love Asian food. And so there's a lot of really great stands that get popped up at that time of year. Um, and I like that vibe. I think that fits really well for DCA. I was a bit overwhelmed when I went to Epcot and just saw how many different vendors you had. I can't even imagine how anyone like tries everything without being able to go all the time. Like I can definitely get the Disneyland food fest like pretty much everything i want to try i'm able to do in like 
a couple of visits, which I think there's always something charming about that. But as somebody who really like one of my main reasons for going to the park is to like try all the different new foods and snacks, I feel like I'm intrigued by all the different food options at Disney World and so I probably would have to give it to World just based on like access to so many different things but I can't say that with like definitively because I haven't tried it and I do know that the food that I get at the DCA ones is really good especially Lunar New Year Festival so um love my Disneyland food fest love the smallness like I do with my uh my park in general um, but probably world just has more access, I would think. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Disneyland, but we'll take that. Jeff? So kind of the same, op- the same argument, but opposite. I've only been, the only like festive food or food festival I've been to at Disneyland was festival of the holidays and that was last year, but I loved just about every single thing that I ate. So it was fantastic. Disneyland food in general, I prefer endlessly above and beyond disney world food i think to kind of go off what ruby said about like epcot and like how can anyone like try everything or like begin to even like attempt to try everything that they have at any given festival you don't um unless you're like a crazy like dedicated blogger who can go like all the like goes specifically to eat like you'll try a couple things and then you'll figure out what you like i try a couple things if i like it then i'll just kind of get that get that again and then there's so many things that I don't try every festival so I feel like there's so much that I like leave on the table but also I get so overwhelmed that I kind of like having a smaller smaller option smaller things just kind of like it's more concise I'm not so overwhelmed um but I love the Epcot festivals but as far as food goes I feel like I'm often more disappointed than I am satisfied so based off of that and based off of the experience that I've had from my Disneyland one and Disneyland food in general or to vote Disneyland. That's very Ooh. good insight and makes me feel better about not having tried as much at Disney World. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out. I'm like, what am I missing? But if you're saying that, that makes me feel like, okay, I'm probably not missing too much. Right. Um, and I'm sure John is going to be super pleased with your answer today. So <laughs> that's always good. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Well, Irv, I'm going to make you proud this week because I mean, Epcot just really knows how to do it. I mean, there's really nothing like it. Like the layout for everything is perfect. It's in a, like all the festivals are, all the booths are around the lagoon. Everywhere is easy to get to. DCA is like kind of scattered around the whole park. I mean, there's basically like one area where like everything is. And then the rest is like kind of scattered, like over by like the wharf and then over by like Pixar Pier. And it's like, it's it's hard to remember where things are rather in here at Epcot like everything is obviously around the lagoon and there's just so many options so much variety and not gonna lie first time I went to DCA for food and wine like I was a little bit underwhelmed just because I was so used to like Epcot's and there was just so much like different variety of food and DCA was more like California based um, I was kind of looking for like more options. I I, I do want to check out Lunar, um, the Lunar Festival and um, the holiday one. So I can't, I mean, I could only really speak on food and wine, but yeah, I mean, Epcot, we have food and wine, we have Flower and Garden, we have, what is it? Festival of the Holidays and Festival of the Arts. Am I mm-hmm. missing any? No, that's all. That's all of them. Festival of the Arts looks so cool. I've looked at like some of the dessert snacks and like oh, and, it's like, it's my favorite festival. It, it is like, the best. So cool. I so agree. Luigi is an artist, and and so I feel like I would have so much more fun. Also, like going with him because we both love food, and then like him being able to tell me more about like which artists inspire the different foods. I think would be really fun experience. Absolutely. And also, I know you guys have live music, but do you guys have like actual artists that perform during festivals? Because obviously, I mean, we have like, I don't know, like Simple Plan. Uh, Dang, I can't even think of it. (laughs) (laughs) Voice to Men. Yeah. And I guess that's another thing is like the the artists that we get, like the live music that we get too. No, we just play Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. (laughs) We don't have them. (laughs) Okay. Touche. Touche. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think this one goes to uh, Disney World. 
Sorry, John. <laughs> but all right, that wraps up Land versus World. Let's uh, move on to, or let's catch up on our recent trips on property with trips and drips. We move too fast, they can slime me as up. Life is too grimy, y'all watch for the devil. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about our recent trips to the park, talk about the shoes we wore, food you ate, rides. You guys already know the drill. Um, Jeff, when was the last time you've been to the parks? Today? Uh, today <laughs> <laughs> yes i went this afternoon but it was for work so I, I didn't really get it right a whole lot i went for fun we went to magic kingdom last night so that was that was exciting road road oh, you went for the the fourth right yeah magic which kingdom? Kingdom? Fourth. it was and how the i saw your story with the fireworks that was the that most insane it was literally the most <laughs> firework finale i've ever seen in my life it was like was that your first um fourth of july at the parks yeah, I yeah. did. I did Epcot last year, but it was just when they did Epcot Forever, and they didn't have like a special Fourth of July oh, okay. to it last year. So like, I hadn't seen like a Fourth of July fireworks show inside the parks yet. So yeah, being there at Epcot was super. Like that finale was like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. So it was awesome. Yeah, it looked crazy. Yeah, like those was, fireworks at the end did like did not stop. <laughs> they didn't. And it was like you thought it was gonna stop. And you're like, okay, that, that was really cool. And then like it just kept going and going and going. And it was so loud. You could like feel it. And yeah, it was it was pretty dope. So definitely enjoyed that one. Uh got your red guardians. Always a good day when you get red guardians. So John rides it like every day. Like that's he just like wakes up and like reserves guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I was like, dang, he's he's been on. I think he's gotten all songs already. I, I think he was trying. I think he had one more he said, and I don't know yeah. if he finally got it or not. That's awesome. Crazy. Um, that day I wore, I have a pair. Um, so I received Raven has got me like into like designer shoes. So it's been like a new avenue that I've taken. Like, Love it. So, I've noticed that in my life. Like it's just been strictly like Nike and Adidas. So like branching out into like other like, it's just fun. Um, but we found a pair of Golden Goose at TJ Maxx of all places a couple weeks ago that were like super, super discounted, but they're red, white, and blue. And they obviously had the star on it. So that was what I was wearing that day. So that's insane. I would literally never expect to find a pair of Golden Golden Goose at TJ Maxx. Yeah, it was great. It was like behind the counter, but it was, it was like, yeah, we we're like, um, well, and then like, you know, it's like Golden Goose. Like, if people don't know that they're like supposed to look like worn and destroyed, then people yeah. are just like, you know, someone was like, like the crappy <laughs> pair of shoes. Like, you know, people don't know. <laughs> And yeah. so, well, like, who returned this used pair of shoes? <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but yeah, so they're like red, white, and blue. So I was wearing those. That's rad. Yeah. Good for you. I love oh. a good designer discounted fine like that like oh yeah so it's always a good to, like nordstrom rack and you go to their little oh my god nordstrom rack has them. like they always have like small sizes though they never have my size <laughs> but they have like so they have like all the nice stuff and then they usually have like a case where they have like the crazy designer stuff that they still get for like different gucci slides and stuff like that or gucci socks and so if yeah. you ask them to go see that case then that stuff usually is really well priced and then if you have a Nordstrom credit card, like it just makes everything worth it because you get all the points and everything. So love it. love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby, still blocked out? Yes. So I'm no. supposed to be getting a the single day pass thing soon. I don't know which days I'll go yet. So I'm trying to figure out what my schedule looks like before I buy it. And then I have my reservations. I have like three reservations for when I'm no longer on blackout, but that is until like August 28th. So I have to figure out how to use my other pass sometime in between them. So probably take a couple of days off work here and there. So no like Disney downtown Disney trips or like resort no, trips? Because it's so it's like an hour and five minutes for oh, me true. to drive. And then like then you're talking about also like Southern California traffic. So like, yeah. depending on when I would go, it's not so easy to like, just hop over. Um, yeah. I think though, one of these weekends, Phil was telling me about some cool, like vintage shops that they have in the area that get a lot of Disney stuff. And so I think I might do like a Saturday where I just go and check some of that out. And then I'll probably pop into downtown Disney because there's a couple things that I want out of the stores so um i'll probably do that like maybe this weekend or next weekend hopefully yeah i mean for me i'm blocked out too because of the fourth i'm unblocked now but so 
for sure i'm finally meeting up with john this saturday <laughs> i know that we had like crazy busy schedules last couple of weeks i had family come in and then he fit, had family come in so but for sure saturday we're gonna meet up at epcot maybe ride guardians and grab some food or something but yeah <laughs> how many days does he have left how long i think you said two weeks last week you said three more weeks so okay. two more weeks <laughs> It feels like it's been forever. I know, there. right? <laughs> That's crazy. Honestly, that, that could be like a Guinness World Book record or something. I feel like it might be. Like, we should look this up. <laughs> like, most times in Disney World in a row. Yeah, pretty insane. Not as a cast member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right, moving on to Herb's plant-based option of the week. I'd be good. Every week, Herb will make a plant-based selection for those looking for some in-park food options. But this week, we got the homie Ruby holding it down for us again. Ruby, what you got for us? So the plant-based option that I have this week for you all is in Avengers Campus at DCA. It's the Impossible Victory Falafel. So that's like the shawarma stand where they have the chicken shawarma, but they do have the plant-based option, which is plant-based falafel, which... Falafel is already plant-based, so I don't know why they caption it that way because it's usually vegetarian anyways, but it's it's also got like this kind of fried cauliflower and it's in a wrap. It has garlic spread, hummus, and then it's got a coconut yogurt tahini. So for those who are like dairy-free, the, that's not um, traditionally always dairy-free, so that one's cool. It's good. I still think I like the chicken shawarma better, but if you are looking for a plant-based option... It is pretty good. It's it sounds a lot more intensely flavored than I than it is. So I think like if somebody was deterred, like, oh, this sounds like a lot of flavors and one thing, it's a little more bland than I would have thought based on the description. So if, if that intrigues you, then it's probably definitely worth it. If you want it to be really strong in flavor, it's probably not gonna satisfy you the way it sounds. Cause I really like like heavy garlicky things and I was like, ooh, like a garlic spread and like the coconut yogurt tahini and it just was a little bit bland for my personal taste which i think is why i like the chicken one still better but it's a good option and i have vegan friends who get it a lot of the time when they go because it's it's quick it's a nice size easy to snack on while you're walking around and it is vegan that's what i got yeah last time we went to dca um emily got it it was, it was okay it was definitely better with the 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 coconut tahini sauce or whatever it was i mean it's worth a try but it was, it was just okay. It yeah. wasn't like crazy or anything. If it didn't come with that yogurt tahini, it would have been like a definite hard pass. Like it would have been so bland and dry. <laughs> um, so, but I think because of that, like, again, if you're vegan and you're looking for options, you'll probably like it. Um, yeah. If you're not vegan and you go to the shawarma stand, get the chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm appeasing both Irv and John with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to some DMs. Uh, we haven't done this in a while, but we got some uh, questions for you guys. The first question comes from the homie Phil, just another Disney dude. And he wants to know, so it's halfway through the year. What's your sneaker of the year, Jeff? Ooh, <laughs> I got to think. I know. I, I had to think about this too. Okay. Hold on. I got I to gotta look. I got I to gotta refresh my mind. Should, should we come back to you? Yes. Come back to me. All right, Ruby. Do we need to come back to you too? <laughs> yeah, you go first. All right, I'll go first. I'm going to say so far for me would be the Travis Scott Air Max 1 in the brown colorway. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a different, I guess, take on the Air Max 1. And I'm, I know it sounds cliche because it's a Travis Scott, but I mean, it's just a clean Air Max. But I already know it's not even out yet, but the reimagined Chicago 1 is going to be sneaker of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, after October, that honestly just takes the cake for me. Does, yeah, I agree. Don't even try any other shoes. Yeah, definitely, know. that's gonna be sneaker of the year. I don't think I don't know anyone who's gonna try to argue that. It's yeah. Argue <laughs> <argument>. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a bread person, but yeah. I mean, Chicago is also a clean colorway too. Like you can't deny that. Classic. <laughs> it, it goes back to what we always say: like the classic colorways, you yeah. just can't mess with it. Like nobody can can say that shoe is not just 
right beautiful creation like you just can't or you don't like sneakers i don't know what to tell you exactly yeah <laughs> okay All right. I'm on a hot take. who's ready sneaker of the year okay this is my own personal gratitude claim that i'll make so i'll give consolation to the concepts because i love them um all three of them i don't i can't even pick from them but for me personally my cop of the year, and this is not going to be anybody else's, so this is just my own hot take, is actually my black foam runners. And that's because I have been dissed for so long by the confirmed app on every foam runner. <laughs> I get every easy, I have great confirmed app love and luck. Sneakers, I'm used to hating on me, so I don't even care. But confirmed loves me, but for foam runners, it just has never been. And the black ones are really the only ones I would really ever care about because I love wearing black and when I finally got them they were way more comfortable than I thought they were going to be I like the way they look way more than I thought I was and I was like really grateful to finally have a pair and not have had I held out so long not paying resale you know I don't mind paying resale for things I really want but I was like I'm not doing it for some foam shoes like I'm just not <laughs> I'm saving my resale funds for other things and so for me that's my personal like cop and favorite thing that i've gotten this year nice okay okay all right all right jeff all right um i think i don't have these personally but i think just as far as like one of like the coolest like most like standout shoes that i have seen come out this year uh it's a joe fresh goods new balance 9060s like that baby blue with the pink like you know what i'm talking about i forgot i think it's called like the something cookie yes something a pink like cookie or something like yes. that i, I know yes. which ones you're talking about i just don't know but, like every time someone <laughs> posts a picture in that yeah. shoe like i don't even know if i could like pull it off or whatever but it's just like such like the colors work so well it's just like it catches my eye so well and it's just like i think it just like it's such a unique like colorway pairing like it's just such a like cool collab so that's what i am voting this year to be so far it's a it's a beautiful shoe and i'm not it is person but the I love the green on it. Like the, the tinge of green is like my favorite kind of green mm -hmm. and it sits so well with the pink. It's like such a delicious looking shoe. That's like how I describe it. I'm like, it looks delicious. Like, so delicious. It's so delicious. I know you are, but you does though. Like, it's just like satisfying. Like, it's just yeah. like everything works together so well on it. I love it. Yeah. It's a, it's a great looking shoe for sure. Agreed. All right. Well, those were some definitely dope shoes. I mean, I don't even know what is going to come out later this year. I mean, we have some idea, but I don't know what can top those right there. <laughs> but all right. Second question is from the homie Luigi, a.k.a. El Savino, a.k.a. Ruby's fiance. <laughs> and he wants to know, would you rather have a one-time entry to Club 33 or a pair of red Octobers. But, okay, so does he mean like a Club 33 membership or? No, like you get to go and experience it, but you don't get a membership. Because membership, you can go like whenever you want, right? Or whenever they're having like events. Yeah, and yeah, I guess. So you mean like the restaurant or? Yeah, like why, I don't know what if these people, I don't know what these rich people get to do. Whatever they get to do <laughs> Club 33. <laughs> Do you want that I'm gonna let y'all go first. <laughs> Whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. Speaking as someone who has been very uh, blessed and lucky to have been in a Club 33, and it was an amazing experience, I would still pick the Red Octobers. Yeah, Club 33 is dope. Like, such like a cool like experience, like especially like in Disney World, like the lounges, like to go, but like it's absolutely beautiful. But it's Red Octobers. I think that one's yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things I would do for Red October. So <laughs> I think Luigi's just trying to see like how committed to that Disney lifestyle are we really? And he's trying to like get us to admit it on the pod. But I mean, I'm going with Red Octobers also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you guys. Red Octobers for sure. Now, if it was a Club 33 membership, if it was I don't a know. membership, I would switch. I would probably switch to membership. I would probably pick the membership. But yeah. Just because, I mean, all the, I guess, perks of the membership is is pretty cool. Because, I mean, you get, I mean, you basically have a free pass to Disney and, like, unlimited everything. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, but then again, Red Octobers are still right there. I know. I was like, I'm still not sure that I would pick. <laughs> like, I'm. I feel like I probably would take the membership, but like, I'm not 100 percent certain. Because, like, I don't know. I feel. I mean, we're all obviously yay lovers in this group, but yeah, I just. Red Octobers. Yeah, I have a friend who had the Red Octobers and he used to keep them in a case and, and like he always said when he was going to propose to his now wife that she would probably be on to him because he would sell those to get to pay for part of her engagement ring and um, I remember when he got rid of them and he was like she totally noticed they weren't in the case anymore <laughs> so like his prized possession I'm like well yeah you don't know like you, you love those things almost as much as her so it's gonna be obvious but like yeah I mean just such a dope shoe that's gonna be a good poll to do I wonder how many people are actually gonna choose club 33 <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well Jeff man we got some catching up to do yeah i know you had a recent uh cruise line trip yeah elp trip yeah and engagement congrats to you and raven thank you congrats congrats congrats. so uh tell us man tell us everything oh man okay Uh, (laughs) so when i went on a cruise in march um went on the dream i i i never been on a disney cruise until um december of last year and it like it's it's far and away my new favorite way to vacation it's just like everything like I don't know I never really knew what I was missing like until I actually went on one and then I went on one like this is like the best thing ever like it's just so like it's just like you have to go on one to like fully understand like the amazingness of it so I went on one in December went on another one in March um so that was a blast it's just like the ultimate way to relax and enjoy like Disney magic and just like have fun so I uh, loved every yeah, second. I still of haven't it. been. I really want to go. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Like, and I know that like it's pricey, but sometimes you can find like a good deal. Or, yeah. You know, there's there's ways you can you know kind of come upon some good deals. But yeah, and then like seeing all the stuff about the wish. Now I'm just like excited to like hopefully at some point go on like a new Disney cruise ship. And I think it's cool. Like there's just a lot of like things with like two more ships are adding to the fleet. I think it'll be cool to see like where they're going. Like where they take that and continue to like push the push the limits for like what a cruise ship can be and what like the Disney yeah. experience on a cruise ship can be so excited to see all that and then yeah in was that may yeah may flew out to paris and never been out of the country before so that was a whole fun experience oh. um raven had thankfully i think that helped me out like it was nice having someone who had been out of the country with someone like me who had not um i get very overwhelmed easily but having her there helped a whole bunch but we split the trip it was half in disneyland paris half in like paris, the city of paris i mean disneyland paris, paris, paris. Yeah, <laughs> paris. disneyland paris isn't even like remotely close it's like 45 minutes away from paris so i think it's funny that it's like disneyland paris but whatever but that park is so in disneyland paris there's two parks there's disneyland park and then there's disney studios park and disney studios park is currently an absolute disaster of a park it's it like it has a lot of things like potential it's it has a lot there's definitely things that like aspects that it has going for it uh like their tower of terror is insane crushes coaster so much fun like if i hadn't written guardians before i read before i rode crushes coaster like i would have said that was like the coolest roller coaster i've ever been on but over the next like three years i believe the disneyland studios or the studios park is opening galaxy's edge avengers campus and an arendelle land so it'll be once all those are running, running it'll be it'll That's be a right. much better park um but disneyland like their disneyland park is truly like the best of both worlds of disneyland and disney world's magic kingdom like it just truly pluses every ride that we have in the best way possible like their thunder mountain has so many extra details and little things that just make it like that was like their thunder mountain was the coolest like Thunder Mountain I've ever been on it like shoots you out underground into an island where the roller coaster is and like that was so cool to see their Space Mountain um 
inverts you like four or five different times. You go upside down. It's like hyperspace mountain. So it's all Star Wars themed. There's just so much like cool things for like the thrill rides there. And then just like the park itself is so like beautifully detailed and it's so like storybook, like walking through fantasy land. There's like, it's just so like there's water features or there's things that like are so like extra that like you would never have in Disney World or even Disneyland because you either don't have the money for it or don't have the space for it. But it's cool to just like see it, see like a true like storybook-esque Magic Kingdom Park and so much of it like I know a lot of, like our sightline issue and our domestic parks has kind of fallen to the wayside you can kind of see a little bit of everything from everywhere now but we had to like hunt for things um because we couldn't find them like we couldn't find a way to get to their like phantom manor like their haunted mansion like because it was like way off to the side and it was just kind of fun to have to like learn a new park go on like find different trails and things but Oh, so it was um, Raven's first time too? Uh, she had been there once before for like one day. So she didn't really get a duel. Okay. She was there before. Right. But yeah, so it was both of our first time like truly doing. How was, um, how was the language barrier? Did everyone speak English or? Uh, the language barrier was not quite as bad as we thought it might be. Um, we learned like enough of the basics to where we could like we would always attempt to speak french at first and then they would hear how we would say things they'd be like english and we're like yes <laughs> i think like they appreciated the fact that we would like try like you know i like the stereotype like what you hear is that like french people are rude but like nobody was rude everyone was very like kind and very nice to us especially like in disney like it's like it's still somewhat of a disney bubble so you know you ha- it's it's a tourist destination so most people will speak at least well enough english to where you can understand and get the point across so i only know one thing amelie du fromage shout out dexter's laboratory what did you say amelie du fromage oh dexter (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah yeah. (laughs) how was the like merch um like the clothing did you notice any difference in that i feel like Paris being such like a fashion forward city like did that come through the park at all or was it just kind of like your standard stuff yes and no I there was definitely some merch that I liked better um there was also a lot of merch I did not care for um a lot of their anniversary merch was cool I like how like for Disney for like the 60th we kind of have like the different collections so we have like the iridescent collection the vault collection like different things they kind of took that same approach for their 30th so they had like kind of like a retro collection like a black and gold like Lux collection so it was cool to kind of see their take on like different like collections that took heritage from their past um 30 years as a park and like my favorite piece of merch I got was a spirit jersey like you know we all love a spirit jersey but it was very hit or miss like all in all I'd probably say I was a little disappointed in the merch I feel like it could have been better but there was definitely some like highs that I was like you know you'd see something and it was really cute or they had a bunch of the like kitschy kind of like you know like glassware or very like little statues or things that like we used to have like back in the 90s used to be so like core staple like Disney World merchandise so it's fun to kind of see all those and relive a little bit of that from the past but yeah how's the um how's the food the food is my one complaint it was not good it was like in Disneyland or I I do remember um seeing your story too you you went to like some steak place and was not great how how was the Disneyland food and how was like I guess the city food? Uh so the city food was better. Like the city food definitely like we were able to find some good places. Still found some misses, but you know, you're not, you know, in a tourist destination, you're not, you know, it's gonna be hit yeah. miss. The Disneyland Paris food, I would like it's bad. Like Dang. it would be like microwave, <laughs> you'd be lucky to find like microwave chicken nuggets and like fries as like a quick service like and they and they don't even really have like snack carts like they do but not to the extent we have here like you can't walk 10 steps and get a pretzel or popcorn like you have to like walk across the park or they might have like popcorn but it's not salty butter popcorn it's like sweet popcorn or kettle corn so it's like very like and they might have like a cookie there or like a pastry but it's not like making pretzels and everything that we have here even That's like kind the, of interesting because yeah. I feel like it also kind of speaks to the culture of like like america versus other places in general like we're a very food centric right. culture, yeah. and so i think it's like 
that I mean, like there are literally people whose entire presence on the internet, for example, is dedicated to like food at Disney, right? So I think it's <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of speaks to also just American culture and our relationship with food in general. Yeah, it's crazy because like one of my favorite cuisines is is French food. You think that like they would have like I don't know like a pastry stand or something I don't yeah. know like some fun pastries or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we ate at like the rim like the the Remy restaurant for Ratatouille out there, and it like we equipped we would equivalent it to Applebee's. Like it was like this wow. day like average like it was I just like Applebee's and I'm not done <laughs> like it's fun but like when you're spending like $50 for a meal in Disneyland Paris at like Ratatouille like you would expect something maybe a little bit more refined than like what I could just like go down the street and get but again you know kind of like you said that is a good point is to like we in America we love our food and love our food in so many different ways so but yeah so the food was a little disappointing but food in the city like surprisingly enough like their italian food is insane like their pizzas and their pastas were like some of our favorite things that we had when we were over there so it was it was a blast it was just so much fun and like my favorite part about disneyland paris like for their like their celebration their like stage show and parade was like the most like immersive incredible thing in their like hub area they have four different stages around so if you're in that area the characters will come off of their floats and get on those four stages and just kind of like rotate and then you have like cast members in that middle hub area who are like teaching guests the dances that like the dancers and the characters are doing so then like all the guests are doing the dance with the dancers and the characters the music's playing the fountains like it was just like the energy was so high and it truly felt like a celebration and like Sadly, like the 50th just never has had that kind of energy for me personally here in Disney World. But like to be yeah. able to see that and feel it was just kind of like, okay, like it is still possible, you know, it's still out there. But so that was like definitely my favorite part to see. Wow. Very cool. It was a blast. Well, Ruby, you got anything, any other questions? Well, so tell us more about your engagement. I saw that you got engaged in May, was it, or June? Yeah, May on May okay. twenty, May twentieth. Yeah. Cool. That now, wasn't you that got kicked off the to... stage, right? <laughs> Thankfully, that was not. A <laughs> uh, yes, we did not. Um, we went to an area that was approved and not off limits. So, <laughs> shout out to May engagements in Disney World because that's also when I got engaged. So I think we picked a good time of year. Yeah. Um, I did it at your guys's world versus my land, and so that was exciting. well. Yours was in Paris too, or France. So kind. Of- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I saw some of your pictures. They were so gorgeous. Tell us more about that. Like it looks so beautiful. Thank you. Um. So we. I mean, we had talked about it. Like I know, like engagements, either like you know or you don't know. Like she knew. Like we had like talked about it. So I like I. She knew that like something was gonna happen. But luckily, she had a friend like who lives out there, and he was gonna take pictures of us. Like anyways, just like take pictures in the park. And so I had like gotten a hold of him separately on Instagram. I was like, hey, like why are you taking pictures? Like I want to propose. Like are you cool? Like I don't want that to be like too much like pressure. But he was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. And and so I was like kind of asking him tips on like where to go kind of like what he recommended and because I didn't really know like I didn't know the park I'd never been there so the cool thing about like that castle and that area is like there's so much greenery and it truly feels like a castle in a storybook instead of like a castle in the middle of a theme park so there's like there was so much to work with and then it was right at like sunset and kind of like how here at Disney when they have like the beacons of magic where like every so often it'll like play the little like song and something will go off they have like fountains around their castle and then they play their anniversary song and then the fountains like go off and they do that and so we were like taking pictures and he had kind of like given me the signal like this is the spot you should do it at the lighting's perfect um and so like we were taking pictures and like the fountain started to go off behind us and the song started to play and I was like okay like this is like the perfect moment so it all worked together just like so well and there was like nobody even like remotely in that area or or, like behind us so it was truly like a very like intimate us moment which was like not always easy to get in a Disney park so to be able to have that and to just kind of have that moment with 
the music and the fountains and the sun behind us and everything. It was just like such a perfect moment. So awesome. Well, congratulations again. That's super exciting. Appreciate Um, it. Everybody loves some Disney love. So that's it's always fun to hear about that. (laughs) Yes, it's it's the best. Awesome. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you. Thanks again for taking the time to, to join us today. And uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us. Check out the YouTube and DM us to join the Discord. We are Kicks of the Castle, and you can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us and use the hashtag Kicks of the Castle. Jeff, how can the listener, listeners find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Jeff or magic all right and ruby how can people find you y'all can find me on instagram at rubes r-o-o-b-s-s and you can find me on instagram at the disney hype beast or tdhb shop and you can find my boy irv at main street dad and the homie john at weekends with walt and that was season three episode 10 and we are out peace out have a good night see ya Ooh, yeah.